Welcome to Unpitchable, a podcast where three friends come together to pitch extraordinary movie sequels to your favorite franchises. I'm Tim. I'm Nick. And I'm David. And I'm Shane. Okay, so let me go ahead and uh, get this out of the way ahead of time. Yeah. So we are legally obligated, uh, after the cease and desist, to allow Shane to be on a single episode as an unofficial member. And uh, thank you for listening. That's the whole episode. <laughs> You'll receive your subpoenas in the mail in a few hours. No, anyway, so Shane, Shane Murphy is on uh, the show today. He's a uh, loyal listener. Uh, I wouldn't say loyal. I'm not. I, I've seen maybe two or three episodes that I happen to be mentioned on every one of them. You probably shouldn't listen to the rest. That I don't plan on it, honestly. <laughs> it's this is a real like C tier podcast. <laughs> but like it was ridiculous because I'm driving and I'm like, well, I should listen to this unpitchable podcast to just see what my friends are up to and all that. And every episode I listen to, they're talking about things I suggested to them. It was, and I'm like, what? You can't just talk about things I like and not put me on the show, you apes. Jesus. <laughs> I'd just like to first say that I'm not a part of that. No, he's not. Nick's golden. Okay. <laughs> I just well, no, 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 that's not necessarily true because you copyrighted the word the, and Nick has said it a lot on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> All right, Shane, what you been up to? I have been traveling as of late. I'm looking at like grad schools and stuff. Uh, Sounds terrible. It's not great. <laughs> the last one I went to was a train wreck because <laughs> it's. I I do like theater stuff and the last one was like part like partially english based and so theater people are not jocks by any means but these were some neck beards i was around <laughs> jesus like not really what i expected since like three all three of us have neck beards at the moment <laughs> no way like these are meta- metaphysical neck beards like they'd be like sick hamlet reference bro and they'd high five and snort and like I just, <laughs> I just remember thinking like I wish I had a football right now because I could peg half this class in the head before they could physically well, no, overpower so the, me. The thing is, you throw it into a crowd and they all run. Exactly. <laughs> no. What is that? Physical exertion. I saw that once. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. It's not me. great. It's not great. It's it was a nine hour drive too, and it was in Virginia. You want to just put the school on blast for... No, not really. <laughs> in case they pursue actual legal action against me. It's too late. I already tweeted at them. No! <laughs> Curse is foiled again. <laughs> but uh, they'll constantly correct you because so, yeah. I was like, uh, no, it's West Virginia. They're like, no, it's actually Virginia. That's a big difference. And I was like, there's an awful lot of broken down Chevy, Chevy pickup trucks around here. And, this is totally West Virginia. And Trump signs <laughs> for this to not be the saddle. <laughs> so... Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Uh, what would you like to know, Timothy? How about, like... What's your favorite movie about going fast and furious? My Mine's favorite fast movie and furious. about going fast gone, gone and furious. seconds, done. I answer for him. Hey, <laughs> what's your spirit animal? My spirit animal is uh, Toby Keith throwing boomerangs at the elderly. <laughs> Yes, okay, yes. Yeah. I can actually see your aura right now, and that's exactly what it is, which is weird. Really? It's emanating <laughs> off of me. It's, it's a bright, uh, so it's why a don't, why don't, green. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you know Tim and David? Just for I know we know how you know Tim and yeah. David, but the listeners don't. Uh, I went to, to high school with Tim and David, and they yeah, were... High school? No, it was high they school. They were very okay. influential in yeah. your upbringing. 
You would call us second dads. More, more they killed all chance I could ever have at having a real emotional connection to another human being because well, they beat it out of me. You should be thankful for with that. With harsh criticism, we saved you a lot of a lot of trouble. Yeah, oh, getting shit. married, having kids, living a happy life. You guys did me a huge favor. They were two Look, two classes. You want to be an actor? You got to make those sacrifices. We so what do you tell for us? You. Oh, why don't you it's tell us so about a time, like a vulnerable time in Tim's life where you saw Tim cry? A vulnerable time? Well, there was a time. Any that, breakups that we'd like to bring up? Uh, Tim dated a big pile of straw for a little bit. That was, <laughs> well, so now, listen, 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 listen. I was in college, and you experimented in college. I, like, sometimes. Typically, I, you do so not, you, that catch are alive. The, you catch the right. Angle though, like uh, you guys can all admit, like no, like, we're not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not debating that Strophany was not not sexy for a <laughs> pile of straw. I'm. Still I mean, s- just like from the right angle, though. From the right angle. From the right angle, yes. That you angle can't... being her getting eaten by a goat. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, but the goat. The, no, we all know. You and Megan hit it off from that point. Yeah, well, well she was like, you have, you have really low standards. <laughs> and you're like, you have very beautiful hooves. <laughs> she thought I was talking to her, and I was really, really, really surprised. I was like, oh, wait, a real girl? She was standing behind the goat, and <laughs> she it just was like, happened to Why work. would you say I have hooves? Man, I want to read that novel. Well, <laughs> all seven pages of it. Well, uh, all right. So uh, we usually talk about something that's not Shane. So anybody got anything? So I watched Star Wars. It's very good. It is really good. It's very. Um, good. I really liked it a lot. We can talk about how much I really liked it. But first, I just want to say that can Ray maybe get some sleeves that connect to the rest of her clothing? It really bothers me. <laughs> At the end of the movie, she's got like this vest thing. And her, she's got <laughs> sleeves that come almost all the way up over her shoulder, but they stop, and they're not connected. Well, all right, listen. I'm going to explain why her shoulders can't be covered. It's because <laughs> no, they, they are, are covered. That's no, the thing. It's just okay, like sure. a that little chunk of her arm. It's just like, there what are is seven happening? Jedi chakras in your body. Great. <laughs> and that is one of them. And you can't cover it if you want to be able to like force lightning. As an avid reader of Wikipedia. Where are the other seven? Or where are the other six? I'm sorry. Mainly in the shoulders. Mm. <laughs> All six are in one shoulder. Okay. As an avid reader of Wikipedia, I can tell you this is 100% correct. So, <laughs> hey, David, is Rey a Skywalker or not? She's definitely a Skywalker. There's no way she's not a Skywalker. The way they set it up is like, so so Luke and the kids like mm-hmm. that he was training were all killed, presumably... Presumably by Kylo Ren, right? Is that what we're all assuming? Dude, he's like they, don't, they never say it. It's implied. When would he have time? He's like twelve. Like legitimately, he's younger than yeah. some of them. And he's not ones. that accomplished when he's not twelve. So yeah. I can ma- only imagine. Hey, you that. seen his lightsaber? But that's what like energy. My friend got one of those, like the recreation of it, and tried to swing it, and the arm guard hits you in the stomach every time you swing it. <laughs> and I'm like, what an idiot, baby! Like <laughs> those are stupid. exhaust ports. <laughs> They're like, exhaust ports. Look it up. It's the lightsaber equivalent of going. I'm putting fire on the side because it goes faster. Kylo <laughs> <laughs> Ren's my favorite character because he's a big stupid teenager. That's why I liked him is because he was completely on hand. No, like, I want to be Darth Vader. I'm going to listen to Evanescence in my space pod. I think he's the killer of all the kids. I think. I, I, okay, even so. if he's not, he's probably the same age as Rey. And so like yeah. the, the issue I think they're going to have is like like Luke wouldn't have had to have a reason to hide her. You think they're gonna kiss? Until, no, until they, no, shut up. Until <laughs> they, he wouldn't have had a reason to hide her until like that happens. So presumably they might have been both twelve. 
So they would have to find a reason to say, oh, Han and Leia didn't know about her because some other reason other than he I did. I mean, her. it's plotting. Do whatever. My favorite fan theory is that uh, Finn is related to Lando Calrissian. Uh-huh. Why? Because he's black? Yes. And that there's only two black people, you I, big space racist. It's worse because it's in space. Now, it's uh, horrible. So I have a theory. Go oh, for no. it. Oh no. C3PO. Yeah. Oh. He's got a British accent. Ray sort of has a British accent, right? Yeah, oh saying, boy. Uh, yeah, he's got a servant accent, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, dear. so that's it. That's the whole. But master favorite tender kiss upon the forehead. <laughs> I can give calf massages in three different muscle groups. <laughs> so anyway, Nick has a theory, and rather than uh, saying it, we're just going to be quiet for like ten seconds. Okay. All right. Well, Nick, uh, <laughs> just imagine okay. we cut out Nick's part. So he, I'm just going to save him the trouble of cutting it out by cutting it out on it. Uh, yeah, uh, we're just not going to do period. Cut it out. So uh, put the horse before the carriage. Do we want to do movies? We yeah, let's get to it. We yeah, got four of them today. Mm-hmm. Alright, so... Pretty good bit, pretty good um, bit. Shane, does Shane go first Shane or goes last? first, he's a good okay. I'll go first. Okay, um, my movie, David already, has already heard it, it's it's one that I enjoy a lot. It's a prequel to The Purge. Alright. Not a prequel because it has anything to do with the plots of the other Purges, because let's be real, there's not really a plot to any of it. It's white people in mortal danger for like a couple hours, uh-huh. that's all it is. Uh-huh. It's just people being... Like, the second movie is literally white people... Tesla breaks down the highway, and they get attacked by bandits. End movie. But this one's a prequel because it takes place in, like, uh, 80s, 90s. It's not really that. It's uh, two gay men are getting married on The Purge because uh, gay marriage is illegal. During The Purge. Only during The Purge, right? Only during The Purge. And they have to assemble a task force... To go along, and so they're like, they're playing the wedding, they're getting like a tasteful band and like an outdoor venue, and like a, a like a war band to surround this like they tasteful They got the wedding. Hell's Angels protecting them? <laughs> no, they've got like this, these like groups of like, oh, it's like a bunch of trans people, and they have like sniper rifles, and they're on top of this big like ribbon bandolier. So what's, what's the name of the, uh, yeah, what's the name? Uh, the Purge Chronicles, Man on Manarchy. <laughs> oh my god! I love it! The tagline is, till death do us purge. Uh. <laughs> Also, no, also they have to assemble a small task force to break into the records office of the state that they're in to steal a marriage license and write their names on it so it becomes legal at midnight. <laughs> like, what did you do? We had to mug this we had to mug this priest to make this happen. Exactly. We did it. And tied up in like sequin chains on there. It's terrible. I don't <laughs> It's great. Oh, I love man. it. I love no, it. I'm a fan. I don't 30 second pitch? <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's, let's, let's keep going. Yeah, no, we got it. We got, I got some more stuff going. So, dude. like, I imagine in this purge, there's people dressed up like Donald Trump. Yes. And they're a whole gang of Donald Trump. Uh huh. What are they called? They the, getting... the Trumpeters? The uh, Trump. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> the Trumpeters of the Purge Glyphs. <laughs> like, they, like, they're the gay couple played by John Hamm. And John Ham and Misha Collins from Supernatural. No, it's just John okay. Ham and John Ham. <laughs> Two John Ham. <laughs> we have the technology. Why would like we they're it? registered at Bed Bath and Beyond, and they're like they like uh, leave after registering, and like the girl behind the counter is like, "Yeah, they're here. It's happening on the Courage," <laughs> and she's like calling the clan <laughs> from the Bed Bath and Beyond to the siege. <laughs> oh man! And they have like an in the closet friend well, who's. Like, um, it's like, you guys don't have to be married. Like, you can just be in love and all that. And they're just like, no. 
we have to do this. <laughs> and like after the, the the trumpeteers as they are like break through the final line of like like lesbians with like tools, supplies, <laughs> and chainsaws and rail guns. <laughs> Just as the wedding's about to be crashed, you hear, like, uh, a big horn blow over this, like, sunlit hill, and it turns out the in-closet guy came to terms with him being a gay man, and he called RuPaul. <laughs> to, RuPaul to, to, RuPaul's army? Yeah, RuPaul, RuPaul's <laughs> group of uh, dra- uh, berserkers in drag. <laughs> Oh, They've got flails like no kidding. So stuff. something's bothering me on this. I, I want to know: mm. Do the trumpeteers? Do they ride penny farthings because they're super rich? <laughs> yeah. The, uh-huh. A penny farthing is the the, the rich giant bike with, with the, the giant wheel, wheel with the really tiny. Oh my wheel. gosh! Yeah, I know exactly. Uh, I'm gonna go to Urban Dictionary and put down penny farthing and make the description uh, or the definition: rich people bike. <laughs> rich people. Bike. <laughs> the funny part about penny farthings is like there's no reason for the front wheel to be big. They just assumed it had to be. Big for the bike to work, and then somebody was like, "Wait, if the wheels are the same size, it works too, and you don't look stupid." And they're like, "Yes, yes, we're up." Yeah, but how can you tower over your enemies? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) all the peasants can smell my god from up here. But when the Axis invades, I'll be on my penny farthing. I don't know when penny farthings were in use. (laughs) I don't think it was the 1940s. It was. I don't know, but. I'm sorry there's not a lot for you guys to pitch. <laughs> no, You've you you had a lot of time to think about this. No, I'm just letting to talk. As you can tell, this is a movie I actually want to see now. <laughs> I think I'm breaking the rules of unpitchable and making something totally pitchable. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. The first pitchable movie. Um, maybe That's the, why you can't come back. Uh, <laughs> Hollywood executive agencies. Uh, Michael Sarah, uh, Pop groups. Feel free. Take this idea. Make the purge. Pay for my college. It's all I have. <laughs> okay, so. I think I think that that, that is, I don't know how you add to that movie anymore. So exactly, I, I think we're ready for a thirty-second pitch. Uh, thirty-second pitch. In spite of it all, uh, John Ham and his partner John Ham <laughs> fight against a tyranny and oppression, all for the sake of love. The Purge Chronicles: Man on a Manarchy. Till death do us purge. That is the worst oh, movie. Like That's like the longest <laughs> title. Well, till death do us purge is the tagline. <clears throat> Give me some time. Yeah, I got a pretty long title. The Purge yeah, Chronicles so. is so there can be other movies where it's like people are jaywalking and stuff. Just like I thought, I thought about like what, I couldn't think of a good title, but like what if there was a The Purge, but it was just like you doing minor crimes. <laughs> <laughs> you're like stealing a kid's balloon. You're like you can't do nothing. Kid. <laughs> Somebody's got a giant slingshot and they're just like shooting rubbish into a state park. <laughs> I'm smoking in this restaurant. Try and stop me. I'm not using my blinker. <laughs> That's always. That's exactly. It's always on. It's really you don't have to up. use it. You're always turning left. Oh boy, man, the purge. That's I like it. In All right. Potential. In so potential. I feel go like forward. David is aching to go. Toss it out there. Sure, sure. My movie is The Boondock Saints Three: Con Air Two: A Wing and a Prayer. Oh God. <laughs> David, why don't you give us direction first? I have none. Okay, well, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> well, this is going to be weird. <laughs> All right, so um, Nicholas Cage, you know, he, at the end of Con Air, he's, mm-hmm. he's a free man. Yes. Presumably. Well, let's... Presumably. Let's not say he's free. Pre- I thought that Con Air was... Potentially. I thought Con Air was a uh, documentary, so... Well... Nicholas Cage <laughs> oh. is not free. He's, oh, he's bound to ten National Treasure movies. Can't leave that undone. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is just... 
flying across the country for let's just say he's turned his life around. He's a businessman now, all right? <laughs> just kidding. Flying across the country. Uh-huh. And um <clears throat> for whatever reason, his flight gets canceled. And the only way he can get to where he needs to be is to take a flight that's transporting a bunch of prisoners again. And of course, at this point, <laughs> he just looked at the camera and goes, this can't happen hey, again, so no, right? No, 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 So this is what happens, right? He's like, I gotta make this business meeting or my whole business is ruined, right? My thing is, he probably doesn't find out about this because they're like, sorry, all we got is a prison flight. It's like he sees Lenny the, Lenny the guard that was on the same flight as him. He's like, hey, hey, uh, you guys, where you guys going? He's can, like, can I fly for free? Can I, can I, you think I can just hop in the back of that? You think I can like? <laughs> think you can just stuff me in the luggage? Stuff me in the luggage. Prisoners don't cut that much luggage. <laughs> I probably don't have any luggage. It's just weights back there, right? Just lots of weights. And lots of weights. Yeah, weights and all ships. the ships that they made while they were waiting. And mattresses with wigs on them. <laughs> that's terrible. It's not great. It's not ideal. So, um, so that's how he gets on the plane, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. He, right. call, he calls it a favor with Lenny, who he saved in the first movie. If you haven't, you should go watch it again and look for Lenny. He's there. Uh-huh. He's there. I'm He's leaving. definitely Lenny. in the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, Lenny. Uh-huh. Lenny Forrest Whitaker. Lenny player. Kravitz. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, man, so- the third time he sings "American Woman" in that movie, I was like, <laughs> "This movie's going in all the right directions all at once." <laughs> Have I told you guys about the time that I met Lenny Kravitz? Uh, no, please. All don't. right, let me go ahead and finish yeah, that really quick. Go ahead and interrupt no, this, this movie. This is fine. This is great. This is, this is really short. I met Lenny Kravitz in an airport, or a guy that looked just like Lenny Kravitz. I couldn't figure it out, so I asked him if he was Lenny Kravitz, and he told me no, which means yes, it was Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> and I said, "I'm sorry, they killed you off in the Hunger Games," and that's all I said to this Lenny Kravitz character. <laughs> See, I thought you were gonna you were tell, gonna say like a rhyme because the candor in which you did that was like I once met Lenny Kravitz in an airport and then he said I was gonna stairport and I was like Tim what do you know limericks about Lenny Kravitz for I've been spending a lot of my time writing limericks about Lenny Kravitz <laughs> uh, but no that happened so alright go my <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, yeah he spies Lenny in the airport and bums a ride off of him he's like I can save a lot of money I'm just gonna Say no. This is a pr- wait. Are you sure? No, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You sure you want to get a rental car? It's like an happen. hour flight. Yeah. You sure you don't want to like? We literally have three different stops before far. we get to our destination. This flight will take you to another country and back before you get. No, this so, is this no, is good. No, I'll Do you just want to see some of the guys? See some of the guys catch up. See what they've been up to. They've been in prison. Yeah. So they probably got some stories. Have I mentioned I got my daughter's uh, favorite doll with me? Mm. Uh, just in case. You know, I need it again. <laughs> she got stolen and burned to remember. make. Let's just go ahead and connect Wicker Man to this. <laughs> she, she has to go save his daughter who's getting sacrificed to a cult to bring honey back to a colony of all women who Nicholas Cage kicks for a whole movie. <laughs> Go, go, David, go! I'm trying! David, would you please just go with your movie? So he gets on the plane. Yes. All right. And unbeknownst to him, the Boondock Saints have infiltrated this plane because they're just going to kill all the prisoners on the plane. Because that's honestly what the Boondock Saints do is just see how many people they can kill in that's, a movie. That's true. I feel like that's how they all go. Hmm. All right. All right, so. So all high jinks and two. High jinks and two. I feel like the Boondock Saints, like, by three, mm-hmm. are just like, I guess we'll just let the justices. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, they're like, well, we just want to make sure... That these guys are taken care of. And, <laughs> and so they're on the plane, and Nicolas Cage is like, Oh, you guys are those guys killing all the people, aren't you? And Nicolas Cage starts this fight, right? He picks a fight with the Boondock Saints. That's pretty great. <laughs> I like it. All right. Can hey, who are you casting as Nicolas Cage? That's funny, John Hamm. Uh, <laughs> have you guys ever seen Nicolas Cage run? 
It's, it's hilarious. I've watch National it. Treasure and just watch how he runs. It's great. It's like he watched a cartoon run once, and that's all he knows. <laughs> like he gets he gets started going, he doesn't move for the first few seconds. It's just like a spiral, and then he finally takes off. <laughs> and if he goes on a cliff, just... he stays in the air for a couple seconds before falling. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's actually a real life uh, disorder, and it's not funny. Uh, uh, what hanging in midair? <laughs> <is he? laughs> Sit hang time is what it's called. Who, who plays the Boondock Saints? Because Daryl's busy with Walking Dead. So uh, the Boondock Saints play the Boondock Saints. Let's not joke around. Yeah, I don't think we can really cat recast them. I don't know. Them. Why don't we just like recast them as two two adorable dogs? Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is in such bad movies. I can't imagine they can get any real actors anymore. So what if they get on the flight and they're all dogs? <laughs> Oops, all dogs. Oops, all dogs. <laughs> the new serial about Captain Crunch. I just imagine like. So are you saying that the whole plate's full of dogs? Yeah. So it's and... like it's criminal dogs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Con Airbutt. Nope. <laughs> oh God, that's okay. way better than your plate. <laughs> did we just come up? Did we just come up with a second movie within our movie? Yeah. No. Sure. Sure. Let's catch that movie. God. Okay. Nicholas Cage that pumps such... that gas. They put dogs to sleep in the plate, <laughs> and he puts them all to sleep, and it's terrible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> But he sings lullabies to all of us. Samuel, ja- oh, yeah, Samuel Jackson is also the flight attendant. I'm just throwing that out there because if you need to have this point. The prison planes have flight attendants. I know. Look, I'm no, this one wait, did. Remember, didn't is... have a girl on there? Maybe she wasn't. This is another attendant. one. Con Air, Soul Plane, Go. <laughs> <laughs> this plane's got hydraulics. <laughs> Man, this white boy trying to hijack the plane again. Girl, pat my weed for me. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alright, David, go ahead and finish. That's going in the apology. Oh, that's it. That's it? Uh-huh. That's it? That's it. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> I, you guys didn't help me, I feel. Oh, no, okay, so alright, the Boondock Saints are No, it's fine, it's dead. They're dead? <laughs> they're dead! Everybody's dead! And they're like, Daryl's like, your southern accent's worse than my southern accent. <laughs> I'm for, pitch, it. David. I'm for it. I'm for it. Or no, if you want to keep going, it, No, no. Well, <laughs> it ends when all the prisoners get raptured. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he's like... I've seen it. I've seen this in the, I've seen this in the <laughs> airways. I've got this. The Nicolas Cage like cinematic universe. universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, crashes on the island and learns which 30 second pitch. Um, Nicolas Cage um, gets on an airplane with uh, what he thought was criminals. Turns out to be criminal dogs. And um, <laughs> he kills them all. Only to find out that they actually were criminals and he was just... Like, <laughs> they were just going animals. to a dog show. Yeah, and it was just like... Nicholas Cage, that was <laughs> pretty uncool. Kinda, you punting each dog you individually know, out of the plane. All that time he the comes prepared to hijack the plane then just has hands. a pleasant flight instead. <laughs> covered in Pomeranians. <laughs> this is the best flight. First class is just covered in Pomeranians. Why did I commit those crimes? Lenny, you didn't, Lenny, you didn't tell me. You changed creatures. Dogs are so delightful. <laughs> This is a, I'm sitting next to a baby alligator. <laughs> this is amazing. So, Man, that's it. Okay. That's a good movie. Who's the, okay, next pitch. Who is it? I wish I'd saved Con Air Bud. I'm taking this radio. <laughs> Uh, you should, yeah, you should go. All right, I'll go next. Con Air Bud, next, next to my other failed so pitch, I, Godzilla I, is not dead. <laughs> Anyways, we're I not have, pitching that guy. I literally have Todd's not dead written down in my notes. Stop! <laughs> like, that's a good one. That's not a good one. That's um, <laughs> not great. No, so, uh, my movie, my movie, so uh, we made fun of David, but my movie's way worse. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. Baited breath. So, uh, then my movie is You Got Served 8. Uh, I don't know where we're on. I'll pause with that number. It's impossible. Yes. He went straight to DVD. But and it's turned on its side to be infinity. <laughs> it's You Got Served 8, Dabbed in the Back. Da- uh. 
Is this like a whodunit murder mystery? <laughs> oh yeah, with dancing in the guise of a dance competition. <laughs> yeah, it's just absolutely clear. You can veto this if you want. Dabbed in the back. I veto it. No, let's not. Let's force him to run. I know. Shane, go. I'm digging this into the center of the earth. Okay, we got a dance competition on a plane with some. No, stop. So. Okay, so there's a dance competition, and it's all going swimmingly. The main character, played by... Ugh. Nick Cannon? Nick Cannon played Yeah, Nick Cannon movies. with his girlfriend, Ariana Grande, who ironically is very small. Um, Ariana Grande sounds like some sort of luchador. Starbucks drink? Ugh. No, it sounds like a luchador. And that makes me... It sounds like a Taco Bell. I almost smacked her in the face once. What? I almost smacked her in the face once. I, was, I took a trip to New York, and I was walking backwards... And I was waving my arms. <laughs> and I turned around real quick, and this little girl ducked under my hand. I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And I realized she had bodyguards with her. And it was Ariana Grande! Oh, no. And I was like, oh! I, I imagine chance. they grabbed you and they threw you out of the state. Right? But, but, but anyways, okay, they, they they're entering this dance competition to get the uh, cash prize of exactly $15,000 to save their rec center from <laughs> closing course. down. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so Chris someone... Walken manages it, and he's like, "I don't think we can uh, keep it open for much longer." <laughs> Pretend that was good. That was pretty good. <laughs> Wait, hey, can Danny DeVito be the uh, oh, man who wants yes. to make it? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut in David's impression from last, last episode. I want, I, I want him to host the dance competition. <laughs> okay, now first prize is fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> it sounds like uh, let's give her Godfrey. Yeah, give her Godfrey. I'll take but, it. That's what this host by both of them. It's the most obnoxious deal <laughs> they, ever. They talk, they talk in unison because they're conjoined at the hip. They're twins. <laughs> The twin businessmen. And uh, the, the dance competition goes as like planned, but on like right. the four, like the the fourth the, night. The fourth night. Yeah. We we already saw the murder happen with like a shadowy subject in like a hotel room or something. They're listening to Little Wayne and getting tipsy and whatever kids do these days. Breakdance murder. Yeah, shadow breakdance. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody like loosened the bolts on their like <laughs> on their balcony, so he like does that weird backspin thing <laughs> off the balcony <laughs> into like a, a no, white gate. Or what something. happened? No, look, look. So the guy's spinning on his head, right? Uh huh. And they didn't oil the floor, and he snaps his own neck. That's the <laughs> Oh, you gotta find out who did it. So no, but Gilbert Godfrey comes out. And he's like, "Well, in lieu of the recent murder, we're gonna have to cancel the dance competition." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you can somehow figure out who committed the murder. My favorite part of me. And then he flies voice away with his ears. Is, is Nick is watching the audio recording on the computer and it's going nuts. <laughs> the computer literally just threw up. <laughs> it's like a, it's sparking. It wasn't built to handle Danny DeVito and Gilbert Godfrey, Godfrey at once. Not, too, not in the same episode. I don't think our point you of just, existence is like built for that. You voided the warranty on your laptop. Yeah. <laughs> he did that at the same time. So anyway, so they're on this. So this guy gets murdered. Are we going to say um, his next step because he was doing a really cool? Next I want him to get actually murdered. Someone put no. spikes on their shoes and just breakdance murdered him. Oh, like he, he's spinning around on his head and he just swipes it across. But then we the know head. who did it. What if they're really thorough? We what don't, because all we see is a silhouette. Yeah, listen, what if... Hey, so all I'm saying is there's a lack David. of silhouette breakdance murder gags in movies. Okay? That's, that's true. We could corner this market. David, that has the clearest of points right now. <laughs> 
But he went to go do the worm and just didn't survive. Dabbed like, in the back. You can't, yeah. So anyway, no, he gets dabbed to death. That has to happen. <laughs> it's, it's important. He's uh, like, dab. Everyone dabs at the same time and he dies. And no, he, like, everyone dabs at the same time and one of them has poison, like powdered. Or what if everybody dabs arsenic. at the same time, but because they're dabbing, they can't see. And then, oh my and gosh. Everybody, everybody in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone's afraid to dab. Oh no, Ronnie's dead. <laughs> no, and the best part is at the very end when they figure out the murderer and they win the money for the rec center. They have a 30 second dabbing of silence. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I like to think that like... And Kanye West songs Touch the Sky comes on. It's like a piano edition. It's like, I gotta testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. And then there's some girl crying. <laughs> it just ruins it. <laughs> And it brings him back to life. Because <laughs> exactly. Kanye, sorry, West, Kanye so West thinks he's Jesus, and he brings him back to life. So <laughs> I think we need to flush out a little bit, though. So he dies, right? Yes. And they're like, well, at least he died doing what he loved most. Dabbing wrong. Because <laughs> he's like, rigor mortis. Dabbing with an elbow full of poison. <laughs> no, because he can actually get stabbed in the back now, because no one's Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. So he gets stabbed, so they have to find out who didn't dab. I think at the end you find out it's a cranky old man <laughs> who, doesn't, who doesn't understand dabbing. What's dabbing? I thought he said stab. Ooh. All of you young whippersnappers coming in while the wheel is on. After <laughs> <laughs> the scene you said it and do your dance. <laughs> All this dabbing and fleeking and <laughs> my hearing aids whistling from all the records. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Greenhead, stop, please. Please, please, Dad. Uh, he's just, he's a little senile, just ignore him. <laughs> I like Sugar Hill Gang, we know you do. <laughs> we know you do. In World War II, I killed a, I killed a man for uh, saluting to Hitler like that. That's what you find out at the end, that dabbing is basically just hot, hailing, hailing him. I mean, you... <laughs> if anyone you were has... You say Hail Hydra, weren't you? Uh, sure. Viewers, like write in to timothycatania at gmail.com. <laughs> What's the difference between dabbing and sea hailing? I guess this old man... <laughs> thought that guy was a Nazi and stabbed him. Uh, and it come, turns out it wasn't foul play. It was just a confused You know, I was going to watch this movie until you decided to. All right, 30 second pitch. He's go. a hero. You leave him alone. He suffered. He stormed it, Sammy. He stormed the beach of Normandy. <laughs> and you are going to sit here and tell him who he can and cannot stab. He had bamboo growing in its back for three years. That's that terrible. Turn it, Sammy. You can't close the gates to hell alone. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, so 30-second pitch. All right, listen. Go. All right, so, yeah. listen. Listen, are you guys listening? I can't hear you listening. I'm Just, not. You got served a dabbed in the back. Uh-huh. It's a movie about a murder that happens while everyone is dabbing at the same time. <laughs> uh, while they're trying to win a dance battle in order to pay for their rec center. Sounds great. To get the kids off the streets. Great, solid. This is a good movie. Eight plus five stars. Uh, Certified fresh and clean. Fresh and clean. <laughs> My movie, uh-huh. based off <clears throat> the divine secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. Yeah. My movie is going to be called mm-hmm. "The Secrets of the Yo-Yo Brotherhood." Yo-Yo oh, Brotherhood. No. No, it, do you want direction, or do you guys just want to take it? <laughs> no, I got this. So I used I mean, to be a very excellent yo-yo. See, I'm not going in that direction. You know, so hey. the Yo-Yo brother, Brotherhood: Colin rocked the cradle to the grave. <laughs> <laughs> the Yo-Yo Brotherhood <laughs> is. A, a fraternity of rappers. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. And this is the, the, the biography in the future of St. West, mm-hmm. but Kanye West... We, we don't need that kind of heat. No, I'm down with that. <laughs> if we could get in a, in a war on social media with Kanye West, we would be super famous. He's going to tweet some horribly misspelled things at us that we're not going to care So, for. my movie, 
mm-hmm. the secrets of the Yo-Yo Brotherhood, <clears throat> uh-huh. where Saint West, uh-huh. uh, after father son tension, receives a scrapbook detailing the wild adventures of the Yo-Yos, his father's boyhood Bar- friends. Bar- Yo-Yo game. Right, so- Nick's reading the Wikipedia <laughs> to gender swap these nouns. <laughs> Listen, okay. all right, so oh, this is, that's great, but except for it's about yo-yoers, definitely. Uh, because that's what we better. find out Kanye West, Stop before he was a rapper, by Duncan. was in a gang of guys who used yo-yos. Yeah. yeah yo-yos were meant for karate back in the day. That that's why Kanye out. West is so full of himself, because he could take anybody out. With a yo-yo. With a yo-yo. At length. Only with a yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, dog, you brought my yo-yo? You hand him a gun, he's like, what is this? <laughs> He just throws it with some strength. sort of weird heavy boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick may have cut some laughing out because we lost it. This is good and all, except for where are the yo-yos come in? Like, where do they really come in? So uh, this is a street gang. Like toy stores in the 1970s, but I mean. <laughs> like, the, the street gangs, like, are they, like, battling? Are they yo-yo no, battling for turf? No, 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 you're not even, you're, you're totally missing the point here. Mm-hmm. St. West just finds out that Kanye West used to... Like, we know he's crazy, but back when he was a child... Oh, okay, so he's, like, seeing his dad's, like, rowdy history. Yeah, of him trolling... And so his dad was in a yo-yo and... brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So he finds out, like, the Guinness Book of World Records where his dad was able to walk a dog for, like, six miles. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? He rode the world's longest tandem bicycle. And that releases all the tension because, I mean, how can you not love Kanye West when you find out he knows how to yo-yo? I can think of three good reasons. <laughs> I think this is a good movie so far. But there needs to be conflict. There does need to be conflict. Uh, There's got to be they, a yo-yo battle. They, Maybe he no, can... they don't. It's not a yo-yo battle. They get the, the, some trouble comes up from the hula hoopers down the street. <laughs> <laughs> the what's, the, what's the what's the thing where you, you there skip that? Is he was doing a <laughs> the yo-yo skip trick and yeah, wrapped around it. her hula hoop? <laughs> <laughs> no, so yo, I heard you tangle up your yo-yo on my sister. <laughs> <laughs> yo, why don't you come get some of this hoop then? <laughs> I, I think a skip it is more appropriate. Uh, skip it. That's like a yo-yo a little bit. I like wearing right? shoes. Let's do wearing shoes. It's a hula hoop for your foot, bro. But it's also like it's a weighted hula hoop. Moon this shoes. is slowly becoming like the Warriors with 1970s toys. This is really which I'm on. I would also with. be alright with that. Yeah. No, see, let me tell you the what. The skip it is the best toy. It's the ideal toy. It counts how many times you did it. It's that's, that's it. Ironclad. I right. like seeing numbers go up on things. You have the mind of a steel <laughs> trap, Tim. So, all right. This movie's got to go somewhere. Let's do this. Oh, boy. So, all I really care about is, like, a montage of Eye of the Tiger with Kanye West just yo-yoing. With Jackie Chan in prison for the Panama Papers. <laughs> Teaching him how to yo-yo through the bars. <laughs> I love this. All right. Um, I'm not so, even doing Jackie Chan. And I want St. West to be played by John Hamm. Uh, stop talking no, about John Ham! To be honest with you, I think that's a little bit out of his range. Even John Ham's not that crazy. You shut your mouth! John Ham has such a wide range. He's like comedy and tragedy equally as well. He is so crazy. You watch it as he eats this paint. Can we just new Netflix series? John Ham eats paint in his underwear. Five stars. Thirty billion views. I was feeling in the first pretty time. good after I got through the first gallon. The second gallon's not going down started, as well. It's starting to get a it's little queasy. The ham diet and everyone, oh, it's about ham. No, it's not. It's not about ham at all. Oh, we are off the rails for this film. So wait, let me let me go ahead and repitch this. All right, what if he finds out that the Yo-Yo Brotherhood <clears throat> is a brotherhood of assassins that use yo-yos to kill 
uh, people who get out of line. I like it. This, I just love the concept of the movie and have no plot for it. <laughs> That's the problem. I had the plot. I just I didn't even really need your direction. I just wanted to tell you guys what I was thinking about. No. <laughs> All right, so what's your movie? What are your dreams, Nick? Hi, <laughs> right, Nick, what's your movie? Okay, so my 30-second my pitch on my movie that I just pitched is that St. West grows up, and there's all this tension between him and his father, who's Kanye West, and uh, he gets kidnapped by Kanye's friends, mm-hmm. and they show him the Yo-Yo Brotherhood scrapbook, <clears throat> and it's people that they've assassinated with yo-yos, mm-hmm. and then he opens the last page, and it's a picture of him. Look at me walk the dog on this full face. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this picture. He didn't even see it coming. That, I mean, Life of Pablo is in such better perspective now. <laughs> it's yeah. all about his yo-yo killings. The yo-yo killings. You guys get it? He opens it. It's the last page. Kanye West is going to kill his own son. Nobody no! No, wait. Kanye West did... has to go back in time and kill himself to close the loop. <laughs> That's exactly right. Oh my gosh. So, um, and every time he fails, to so that's it. Thirty second pitch, no ads. We're done. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. But for real, yo-yos. Yeah, it's great. I was great. pretty good at yo-yo. At some They're point. the snack that always comes back. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're good at I'm it. Sorry, I've been oh. broken. So anyway, I guess that's the last movie. Apologies. Yeah, two apologies. Don't look at me. I'm not doing them. I just said that yeah, we should do. All right. Well, I think David and I have some special apologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to start? Or do you want me to start? Shane, what? I'm sorry that I made you. Really mad on that one trip when you asked if Brandy was headlining, and I replied with, Well, duh! Yeah, and you got real mad. Shane, I'm sorry, buddy. You're a good person. I'm sorry about your internal crying the whole trip, the rest of the trip. I'm sorry. Uh, that still I'm hurts. Really sorry. I can see that he's pulling the bandaid off, and you know what happens mm-hmm. when something heals? It scars. That's okay. <laughs> I am super awesome. I'm so sorry that I took your toenail off that one time. (laughs) David tried to hug me to apologize once because his man ape feelings finally came back, and instead of hugging me, he kicked my big toe, taking the toenail completely off in a dirty mess bathroom. Terrible. No, okay, well, I, I have a pause. Um, we once went on a ski trip, and Shane was there. And Shane was I in the back seat. broke my leg. <laughs> no, Shane was in the back seat. I got the best of you in this story. He was really, yes, he was really annoying. He was singing songs, and he had a flashlight. Everyone was trying to sleep. It's like 11 o'clock at night. That's true. <laughs> Shane was, like, I, I want you to know that I didn't know who Shane was. I just knew he was incredibly annoying. <laughs> and so, like, he kept turning the flashlight, and we're like, dude, you really need to stop it. And he's like, uh-huh, I'm going to sing this song. I have like, a song Shane, in my heart, Tim. I was like, oh my gosh, Shane, come on. So Tim we, took the flashlight and threw the batteries away, then I had three more pairs in my bag. Then <laughs> <laughs> I was like, checkmate. And then I think we took the next flashlight, and you had a second flashlight. I did. So then David stole, uh, you had an Ernie dog, you were in a claw game machine, <laughs> and David stole it and tore the body off and burned it. I'll talk about it. Yes, story. Made a like necklace out of it, like a weird tiki doll. And he wore it around a math class the next day. Do we talk about how I was an awkward teenager or how David was like a burgeoning sociopath? Because <laughs> I sense Both. two problems here. But anyway, so- sorry for the Ernie doll thing. Mm-hmm. And I'd just like to present you with a new one. Oh, Tim. T- thank you for this real Ernie doll that you got out from under it's, the table. Uh, it's an exact same replica. It even has the same serial number. Oh, on the phone. My, it, it even has my initials that I 
tail it on the back well, of it. Well, actually, David carved those in there because he was hoping he could make a voodoo doll. This doll, this doll is surreal, and it smells real, and I can touch it because it's made of molecules and, and it's in front of me. I think the shirt he's wearing, uh, uh, if, you, uh, if you lift it up, you'll see... Oh, he's got real boy nipples! No. Oh, it is, oh, it's so good! Thank you, Tim! Just like, just like a real Ernie doll. Gosh. No problem, Shane. He's got my lower back tattoo on his stomach. <laughs> You really put in the extra mile, put in every detail. I put a lot of effort into this. I just want you to know that cost me $5,000. Oh, $5,000 imagination space bucks. What is money that but the thing that will run our entire lives until we die? But how many earwax candles did it cost you? Don't talk about earwax candles. <laughs> so as your first time on the podcast, I'd like to give you this opportunity to insult Kevin James. Insult Kevin it's James. Like, it's like how you join us. It's like becoming blood brothers with us. Kevin James looks like you took a sack and you filled it with live insects. <laughs> All right, so that was... And then you gave him, a, gave him a really hackney script and told him go. <laughs> that's Kevin that's, James. That's pretty good. So uh, I just want to let you know he'll be at your house. <laughs> Great. You should not have done that. Ke- Kevin, Kevin James. James I, needed, I needed to pass the burden on. It's like I had seven days to get someone else to watch this tape. And so that's why <laughs> you know, my family doesn't die. You know much. what? I would believe that if someone told me The Avengers was a documentary, I'd believe that more than uh, Kevin James is realistically a UFC fighter. <laughs> Kevin James. You is, need to stop. He will kill you. I'm the, trying to see. He's the male Roseanne, but less talented. Oh my god! <laughs> Bring it, Kevin James. Uh, he's the male Roseanne. That's the title of this episode, right? I will, I will choke you out on that layer of fat you call your neck. You know, he, I think he actually does Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He would, he would wreck your shots. That's dude. fine. I'll outrun him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, is he, what can he, he run like a half a minute or something? Hey, in the Paul Blart movies, I'm sure he runs at least a half a minute. He's on a moment. moped for half of it. <laughs> surgically attached. All right, so thank you, Shane, for being on the show. We really You're welcome. Uh, you are never allowed back on the show. We have met the legal requirement. Oh, so all right. Well, when this, when this one gets you 500 extra subscribers, <laughs> you. If, you, if you'd like to send us movies in the future, you can send them to us at movies at unpitchablepodcast.com. What, what is that website you just told me? Movies. Movies mm-hmm. at unpitchablepodcast.com. Ah. Yeah. I, 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 it's I, good I, to have I, audience I, feedback. Yeah. Hey, uh, if you wouldn't mind, just go rate and subscribe on iTunes. And we're really glad that you tuned in for us. Thank you. Until next week, get to pitching. That's our slogan. Get to pitching. Baseball. Get to pitching. Baseball podcast. Pitch. Pitch like there's no tomorrow. Pitch for a movie and we'll say it is. Goodbye. Star Wars. Your theory about Star Wars is utter garbage. Give me your uh, vocal exercise before we start. Alright. Alright. That's pretty good. I got it. First try. First try. Every time I say that, it goes adorably wrong. Extraordinary movie plots to fake sequels. No. No, fake sequels to movie plots. So I copyrighted the word um and you say that nonstop. You owe Nick 800 trillion dollars. David, if you keep this fight up, I will turn the podcast around.
Clapping that one we out. Take a lap. How about that? <laughs> We're gonna finish it. Oh, oh Lord. You could say that. That, that paper's blank. Are you about to make one up? No. <laughs> He's like a poodle. We do that when we're trying to. When we're editing, it. Oh. it shows up on the You thing don't have as to clap. I just thought we were clapping. <laughs> I have stuff on my That stays was... on air. <laughs> Meanwhile, Nick's in the background. He, three, he makes a basket behind his back the first time. <laughs> I, I, my, my favorite part of this podcast is the recent turn of just sandbagging David. <laughs> David tries to be funny. We're like, no, you can't have it. He's like the girl in Jurassic World, and every time she tries to be cool, Chris Pratt's like, the stop. <laughs> Take you to the floor, Tim. But must you put witchcraft in all of these movies? Yes. Rotch Meadows, 90% Vera Rachel. John Hale. So it'd be like 8% uh, critic, and then 800% viewer rating, because everyone's like, oh, John Hamm's in this. If you stay after the credits, there's, there's a, a, a scene where John Hamm scolds some woman for burning his eggs, and wins her back with coy pillow talk. <laughs> oh, John, put your cigarette out in my mouth. <laughs> Brotherhood of the Traveling Yo-Yos, Crashing Tiger, and Yo-Yo. Suge Knight is also in the Yo-Yo Brotherhood, and that's how he killed Eazy-E. Man. Alright, so all, uh, homework is everybody in here has to go watch <laughs> Straight Outta Compton and then come back. Straight Outta Compton, got it. Alright, we're back. I'm still confused. But anyway. <laughs> no, so. Here's my laptop. <laughs> tap, 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 tap. We gotta stop. David, stop pantomiming that tapping. I have to rate and subscribe. <laughs> That's the noise it makes when you rate and subscribe. Congratulations, anyway. viewer. You have subscribed to Unpitchable Podcast. <laughs> Here's a picture of, of Tim's elbows. <laughs> it's complimentary. Please feed me quarters. <laughs> well, in lieu of the recent murder, we're gonna have to cancel the dance competition. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry.